Okay, Lowell. Okay, this is a 59-year-old postmenopausal female who presented in April of this year with a left breast mass, which was biopsied. It was a 3.1-centimeter primary. It was triple negative, and the KI-67 was about 95%. It was a very high-grade tumor. Nodes were negative. She had no evidence of distant disease on staging studies, underwent a left-modified radical mastectomy. So she was 3.1 centimeters, no negative, triple negative. Right. Very high-grade tumor, off-the-chart, KI-67. So I saw her for consideration of adjuvant therapy. Can you talk a little bit more about the woman, what her family situation, work, et cetera, was? So she was retired, was not working at this point, but was otherwise in excellent health, no prior cardiac problems, and had a nice family, just sort of a typical late 50s patient that we see. One of the interesting things about this melody, obviously, is KI-67 and 95%. What do you think in general about this situation, and what do you think you might be thinking in terms of treatment? I think yikes. <laughs> and did you look at her heart function? Yeah, she had normal cardiac function. So these triple negative patients are the ones who tend to derive a huge benefit from the dose-dense AC taxane type of approach, and that is the approach that I would recommend for her. Frankie? Ditto. We know right now in the United States for high-risk, node positive, or in this case, node negative situations, it's still dose-dense AC paclitaxel is by far, in a way, the most common adjuvant regimen that's utilized. Of course, that's being studied in the NSABP trial. And in fact, Lowell, who's the head of research for thyroid cancer specialists, they're very involved with clinical trials. And this lady actually went on a study. Yeah, she went on a clinical trial with bevacizumab as an adjuvant, which is called the DOSET trial. And one of the arms is TAC plus Avastin. The other arm is AC Taxotere plus Avastin. That's the arm that she randomized to. So she got started. The AC is non-dose dense on that regimen, but it's given with 15 per kilo every three weeks of Avastin. So she got the 4AC. She did well with that, but she did have, which I thought was interesting, even with growth factor support with Nulasta had more than I would usually expect a degree of thrombocytopenia and neutropenia with this. So she had to have some dose reductions, about a 25% dose reduction on her AC by the time we finish that part. So she's actually starting the taxotere today. Now, is there a non-bevacizumab arm in this? There is not in this trial. This trial is TAC versus AC taxotere. The HER2 positive arm, if they are HER2 positive, gets TCH plus Avastin. Interesting, Melody. We're just kind of getting started on the adjuvant bevacizumab trial era in not just breast cancer, but lung cancer. And again, we've had the colon cancer trials sitting out there right now. What are your thoughts about this strategy of studying bevacizumab in the adjuvant setting, concerns and optimisms? I think it's fabulous. I think it's another tool, and I would predict that we're going to see an improvement. I meant to ask you, too, that you said you use AC paclitaxel. Are there situations where you'd use AC nab paclitaxel in a non-protocol setting? I have done that when the insurance company will cover it. As I said earlier, I think it's the same drug. It's just safer and better tolerated and possibly more effective. And I guess we should qualify this again. I would say most clinical investigators are certainly not doing that in a non-protocol setting, but, you know, 
That is one point of view. What are your thoughts about the clinical research strategy of looking at BEV and breast cancer adjuvant setting? Well, Frank? I think your question was well to the point. What's the control arm in that trial? I mean, so they're going to show fabulous results, which we're hoping, but right. compared to what? What journal is going to accept that trial? Well, they're going to get safety data out of yeah. it. And I, presumably, if the adjuvant BEV trials are positive, then this okay. will have some meaning. If yeah, they're not, right. I'm not sure what it means. I think the thing that was interesting about this is my impression is from her is that she had more hematologic toxicity than I would have expected. So one of the things that I would be a little concerned about with using Avastin off studies, whether you're going to get more marrow toxicity from that, from the inhibition of VEGF and that sort of thing. I think having a and few other studies seen... with trastuzumab. We know that's the case with trastuzumab. Every time you combine trastuzumab, it's been shown all the time that you have more effect on the marrow. I'm not sure of yeah. the mechanism. So it wouldn't be a surprise because it's another antibody. I mean, it has been talked about, though I'm not sure, it's been hard for me to sort this out, Melody, in terms of, you know, maybe they're on the treatment longer and somehow it's related to chemo. Do you think there is a marrow effect of bevacizumab? I'm unaware of one. I think there have been trials, I, can, I can't even remember whether breast and lung yeah. culinary kind of goes together in my head, but I remember hearing something, and, but not clear what's going on, whether it was the chemo or the BEV. Is that your remember? I can't remember what tumor type, but I remember seeing some things, and people said maybe it's because they were on study longer on the BEV arm because they were right, doing better right, and they got yeah. more chemo, so they had more hematologic toxicity. Right. So it was not entirely clear to me, but, and again, this is an N of one, so it might not. In this I'm curious patient. about your perspective about not so much this trial, but the issue of putting patients on trials looking at BEV, and the ECOG one is obviously going to have a non-BEV arm to really try to dissect out whether it works in the adjuvant setting. And I'm curious, maybe for those of you who put people on the adjuvant colon BEV trial, like I know, Lowell, yeah. you put a lot of people in CO8, how patients and docs you think will look at the adjuvant breast BEV trials? Will they look at it in a patient who you know maybe has a bad prognosis as maybe something that could improve the situation? And will it be an attractive trial concept? What do you think, Lowell? I think it's absolutely an attractive concept. I think it's improved. I mean, we just don't have any adjuvant data even in colon out yet. I think if the adjuvant colon studies are positive, that's going to add impetus to looking at it in adjuvant setting and other tumor types. But I think we need to do that because it seems to be effective, at least in advanced disease, in so many tumor types across the board. And I think it really needs to be pushed and looked at. Alan? I just wonder if you'd comment on the thought that the platinum compounds may be more active in the triple negative patients and may have a role in these sorts of patients. Right. That rumor is certainly out there, and there was a neoadjuvant trial that was presented at ASCO where there was a very high pathologic complete response rate to carbo as a single agent. I think it was 25%. But I think before we make the leap, we need more clinical trials. But there certainly is much more prospective randomized information on this dose-dense AC followed by a taxane that suggests that it's very effective for these triple negative patients. I think the other thing that is going to become a story is, do we really need anthracyclines in these patients who are not HER2 amplified and therefore not TOPO2 alpha amplified? And that's just another story that's going to have to play itself out. Are the cooperative groups looking at any of this right now in platinum? I haven't seen any platinum adjuvant trials. Go ahead, Rich. I looked at this about a month ago because the same issue came up with the carboplatinum, and I don't know that there's anything out there for the triple negatives in the adjuvant setting with the platinums. So, Right. I think it's I coming as well as looking at TC times four versus times six and comparing it with these anthracycline-based regimens. 